0: church family. Uh, this is part two of our study through Nehemiah chapter five. And um, our application point is actually going to be on conflict resolution this week. Um, so if you recall, this, this is the narrative about how uh, Nehemiah just kind of discovers that there's this um, there's this uh there's thing going on where people are selling their own uh, pe- uh people that the, the the jews are selling their own kids into slavery so that they don't have to pay for uh you know or they can hopefully through the uh, sign their kids in slavery that they can pay their debt others have given up property or they're taxed heavily um so that they can uh get out of debt and um there's just certain realities when it comes to ministry and that there is going to be conflict and um In fact if i was to outline our our study throughout this week um i'll just start with like uh, the first point being just the reality of conflict the reality of conflict Uh, if you look at the first five verses of the chapter it says now there was a great outcry of the people of their wives against their jewish brothers there's just a, um, a basic understanding about conflict in their life is that it's always going to be against um people that matters to you, especially those, I mean, if you're in family, you understand this, like some of the biggest bickering and fighting that you have are with people that you love the most. And we understand that in the fallen world, there's bound to be conflict within the context of not just our family, but in the church family as well. But uh, there is going to be um, ways in which we can solve issues in our lives. Conflict is, is, a lot of times it's a spiritual issue that leads to some sort of practical thing, um, and we have to understand that when, when other people are struggling with some sort of sin, sometimes it's like ex, you see it like tangibly on the outside in their, of their life, um, but some but it's all it's always rooted in some sort of uh, sin inside. There's always a, some sort of spiritual deficit that that makes them that allows you to see what's going on outside right like if you see someone that has uh, all this outbursts of anger um that's the app uh, that's the outward action of something that's going on inside and um nehemiah does that here he confronts them or he will confront them on their spiritual issue but it's, it's manifesting itself in terms of the things that they, in the way that they treat each other um, they obviously have forgotten what god has expected of them in the way that they will treat each other and that's why they are um, you know that's why they, they did what they did. That's why they uh, sold their kids into slavery um, so they can pay off their debt. Um, and, that, and again, that's slavery not even to Gentiles but to one another, um, in hopes that like some of the rich neighbors can, uh, the rich Jewish neighbors can help you know get the poor Jewish people out of debt. Uh, and and this is, again, it becomes a spiritual issue. And I think this is where Nehemiah understands that. As we, as we looking through, as we're reading through this, as we're walking through this verse. So, verse, they're bringing up all of their issues to Nehemiah. And each of them, some of them are like um, like things that are beyond their control. Sometimes there's conflict in that way. Uh, but how you respond to it is always a spiritual issue. Um, in verse uh, 2, it said, For the, there were those who said, We, our sons, and our daughters are many. Therefore, let us get grain that we may eat and live. So, this idea is like, okay. There are those that, are like, if we need to... We have a lot of kids, so let's kind of, let's get rid of them so that we can have something to eat. Uh, verse 3. Uh, there were others who said, We are mortgaging our fields, our vineyards, in our houses that we might get grain because of the famine. So there's apparently this famine going on, and they're giving up all their fields. And I don't know how that's beneficial. Maybe it's like you know how the the term with in terms of like stock market is buy low sell high at this point they're just selling low so they have something uh to be able to buy grain um that's what they're doing uh again they're not selling it to other gentiles here they're selling it to one another um and instead and the solution actually is not shouldn't have been that these jewish people sell their uh their land to the rich people but it's that they the poor people should ask just let their needs know on the rich people in the camp is well <coughs> is supposed to care for those that are um, that are struggling uh, that was supposed to be the the economy of, of being in the covenant relationship of uh, the Lord in Israel that there shouldn't be anyone poor because or there should there, I mean, there will argue be people that are poorer than others but everyone should be taken care of because everyone should be uh, you know there should be abundance uh, you remember in the book of Ruth the um, Boaz had a field and he let he 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 let the corners of the field um, have he gave it to the poor. Just like don't glean out those areas, just let uh, those things go so the poor and the strangers and the foreigners could get those. Apparently Israel at this point were not doing those things. Again, you can see that well the spiritual condition, the, the what was going on here is that they were greedy people. They wanted what they they wanted to keep their wealth instead of uh, sharing with those that are in need. And when we and again we see uh, conflict in our church in the same way. Sometimes the most uh, practical things are not met because there are just people in the church that aren't willing to care for those uh, that are in need. So whether it's something like time or resources, uh, sometimes conflict happen happens when people um, are, have more of their own self-interest than the uh, interests of others. Uh, conflict uh, it always comes from a forgetfulness of God's Word. Again, these people have rules and regulation against this type of thing, but they ignore those things so that the uh, you know so that the rich can get richer and the poor can get are being made poor because of it. Verse five: Now our flesh is like the flesh of our brothers, our children like their children. Yet behold, we are forcing our sons and our daughters to be slaves, and and some of our daughters are forced into bondage already, and we are helpless because of our fields and vineyards belong to others. Um, so actually verse 4 i skipped verse 4 a little bit but verse 4 speaks that some of them had to borrow money for this king's tax on their fields and vineyards so some people had to get rid of their vineyards some people that have vineyards that didn't want to get rid of it so they had to borrow from other people instead of uh just uh giving so instead of like uh asking for help and then the, the those that are able to come alongside to help um they decide to uh borrow money again nehemiah sees all those that are uh, they're able to help and not help as a, something that's offensive. That's why in verse 6 he says, Then I was very angry when I heard their outcry with these words. Um, uh, people that are dealing with conflict or in conflict, you have to understand that conflict is very messy. It is never um, easy to deal with. In fact, the first five verses, just, it seems like some of these are like, not even related. These different issues. There's a famine going on. They're poor. They have to sell their land. There's all of these different things going on. And he sees the fact that the re, that these people, they see their sin as some sort of practical problem, but they don't see that their solution were spiritual solutions. Um, and the, and their and what drives their spiritual solutions will be the their un be, this be their understanding of scripture. Because in again Leviticus 25, as well as Deuteronomy, and um, yeah, Deuteronomy, they, they, there's these guidelines and expectations on how the Jews are supposed to treat each other uh, when they're in the land. Uh, forgiving debt is one of those attributes that they're supposed to do. Um, caring for the needy, these are things that are completely lacking, and the reason why they're lacking is because they lack not the infrastructure per se, but because they don't have God's word guiding them in their decisions, and that's what, lead, that's what led to all the conflict that you see in the first five verses. Understand that's actually how our conflicts in our church as well, in in any conflict in our church or our church, any church that we're part of, it always begins when people forget God's word. You know, when you speak unkindly, or when you're overly critical, or when you um, don't follow through what you say, all these things are just outworking so what's going on inside. And you know, conflict will happen, uh, and so the solution is always found in the Word of God. God's word has everything pertaining to life of godliness so therefore we need to be able to search the scriptures and figure out how we're supposed to root out those sins using not just the word not worldly ideas but we root out our sin from the bible we use god's word to be able to confront sin you know one of the great joys of uh seeing the progress of our church is that there's this growth and desire to learn more about biblical counseling and you'll understand that biblical counseling it operates off of the bible you use the bible and it's like obviously like you use the bible in such a way that's supposed to help you refine your walk with the lord it's supposed to cut off sin in your life and oftentimes i think the reason why biblical counseling exists today is because people just don't know their bibles they don't know their bibles so there's conflict in the church there's conflict in their marriages there's conflict in the parenting and every little thing it's because they don't know god's word or if they know it they don't know how to think deeply about god's word so they could apply to certain situations and just like back then when the israelites forgotten god's word and there's conflict between each other so it is with us when we forget god's word it will not take long before God, um, there's going to be conflict between us um, and i hope that as we uh you know if we, as we think about conflict in our life whether it's conflict that you're in currently engaging with one another that you try to think not just the 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 practical solution, though that's part of it. But you wanna evaluate, why am I feeling this way? And you have to think through it biblically. Why am I angry towards this person? Why am I jealous of this person? Why am I bitter towards this person? There's a biblical answer to all of those things. And the solution, again, is to apply the word of God in your life. And uh, I trust that as you understand what conflict is in your life, and with one another, that you'll lead to the next point, which is um, confronting, or or confrontation, confronting sin in our life. And we'll look at that tomorrow. I hope that this is helpful. Take care and have a good day.